and welcome to another episode of Crosstalk. I'm John Wayne, and with me as always is my friend, Jonathan. I don't know, I, I felt like this just came off as very PBS. Uh, <laughs> so, nice and sultry and smooth and yeah. best Mr. Rogers impression here. How are you doing, neighbor? <laughs> good. The neighbor threw, me, neighbor threw me up. Uh, no, good. <laughs> good. Yeah, no, the, the it's starting to cool a little here, so that's oh, nice. It is so hot in Augusta. Uh, so that's nice. Um, but yeah, no, things are going well. Good, good. I am uh, running out of coffee, so if anybody is wondering, that's where all of this is coming from. But uh, luckily, we we do these episodes with great guests and each episode is almost like a cup of coffee in and of itself. Um, my days are always uh, start, you know, that once we get done with this, it's at a different height uh, yeah. than when I began. And so yeah. uh, my days following are always the greatest. Um, I will say something exciting uh, is that and not to blow the behind the scenes secret, but we do record some of these ahead of time. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and that said, we're not recording it now, but um, when this goes up, it'll be the day before the first day of fall. And so there you go. September 22nd is the uh, first day of fall. Uh, and so uh, that's exciting. I, I, that's my season. That's fall? My, oh, oh, yes. I'm a winter guy. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever truly... Really experienced a winter because uh, fair enough yeah you don't really get winters around <laughs> here there. in georgia it tends to just be wet and kind of cold um, that's true <laughs> so uh but man fall uh orange leaves pumpkin spice cool weather I, i'm all about that i am so basic with all of that stuff <laughs> i'm so you're gonna see it. It's gonna change. You'll know when it's fall because John starts wearing flannels. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I remember the flannels from last. Oh yeah, Good. it's waiting. It's ready. It's so <laughs> pressed, ready to go. Yep. So that's exciting. So I hope everyone has a good first day of fall. Uh, this is officially the goodbye to summer, and it's also the goodbye to our little half series that we've been doing. This is part two of our series on the armor of God. Uh, yeah. What we've called suit up. Uh, and so, uh, don't worry, we aren't, we're not, uh, requiring everyone to wear suits of any kind. Uh, but there, there is a bit of a spiritual super suit. Um, it's biblical and, but, uh, something that I think happens with a lot of things from the Bible is we keep it super lofty and, and churchy and, uh, because it just sounds nice to have such spiritual lingo and all that other stuff. But, you know, what, what does that actually mean for us in the year of our Lord 2022? What does uh, the armor of God really look like in a day in this year? But and that's what we wanted to dive into and dissect and discuss. And we had a great week last week with uh, the Castros. Uh, that was a wonderful time. We've had a wonderful time every episode, so I'm sure we'll have a wonderful time yeah. this week. Yeah. With a, another new to the show guest, we've had a lot of newbies, and they've all yeah, been fantastic. Been so, uh, the no pressure to our guest today, Mister AJ Zimmerman. <laughs> no pressure, <laughs> but everybody else is fantastic. So, uh, but no, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will be as he's got the well. he's got the right look, bald head, beard. He's he's in all the way <laughs> in. 
That's right. So, my, so I'm going the opposite direction. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> One of these things doesn't belong. It's, it's well, I know what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, Christmas is enough reason to go bald. But anyway, uh, AJ, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing excellent. Excellent. Praise God. Welcome. Welcome to this madness. Uh, I hope uh, you don't regret it yet. But <laughs> right? uh, we just like to have a lot of fun and have some um interesting conversations, hopefully conversations that uh, are helpful and encouraging to if if just one person. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we feel pretty accomplished when, when we just have one person that says this was this is what I needed or this was uh, great or I learned something. Yeah. If you can listen to a conversation Jonathan and I have and learn something. Right? So God <laughs> has to be involved because that's, that's right. a <laughs> but usually what they mean is your great guest taught me something no. that's that's really how it works we, we spend all the money uh on, on our guests and coffee uh and uh and you can tell so <laughs> now that said uh aj why don't you tell us a little bit uh about yourself what you do uh all that good stuff okay well my name is um, aj zimmerman and I am an officer in the Salvation Army. Um, so I'm currently stationed uh, in Chicago on the South Side. Uh, yep, in one of, a, um, one of the infamous <laughs> neighborhoods called Inglewood, uh, which yeah. I like to say, um, as my predecessors would say, it's God's country. Uh, a lot of bad things happen there, but I believe that God is, is present. Amen. Um, and I'm originally from Detroit, um, born and raised. And um, yeah, I'm just um, loving this. Um, season of my life of, of learning. I feel like um, this is kind of a season where God is kind of showing me that there is more. Um, you know, you get sometimes you get stagnant in your um, walk and in your faith, and uh, and God has to like you know take the <laughs> the paddles and give you a jump start and remind you that um, there's so much more out there. Amen. So uh, it's just it's been a great season. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I've been to Chicago once. Um, and I've got a friend up that way that keeps uh, trying to convince me to come back. And I'm not against it, but my, my life schedule is apparently. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's a wonderful little place with a lot of uh, hidden gems for sure. Yes, yes. So that's awesome. Well, uh, like I said, we're, we're discussing the armor of God. And so uh, something a little different than our normal ones, uh, we're actually going to read the Bible. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, it's, it's hard to talk about uh, something like this without going right to the word. And uh, we we looked through a good bit of it. We talked about, um, I guess, half the armor of God last week with the Castros. Um, but uh, wanted to take some time and uh, we revisit the, the intro a little bit. The purpose I think Paul sets up for this armor of God as he illustrates it, why, why we need it, what that means for us and everything. So as last time uh the white berry white uh jonathan uh, will <laughs> uh, <laughs> be reading for us uh the uh first little bit of that passage from ephesians yeah in ephesians 6 uh looking at the 10th verse uh, through uh, the 12th finally be strong in the lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of god so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, 
and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So la last week, understandably, uh, we, I mean, we dove in fast and hard with, with the Castros and we really lingered on what spiritual warfare uh, kind of comes into play in our faith. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we are multifaceted beings. We, we are physical and spiritual uh, beings. Uh, you need to pray and you need to eat a sandwich. Both are important for your well-being, right? Absolutely. Like being a holy person does not neg negate you from having to use the restroom or any other physical uh, needs. And so this week kind of flipping that more towards that kind of conversation because you know, I mean, uh, verse 12, for instance, right? It says that it's not against flesh and blood, but uh, our battle is against rulers, authorities, powers of this dark world. Like, how do you see that show up in your day-to-day -day life? Do you see that battle show up? Or is it just when, you know, you feel spiritually attacked when you're, you know, uh, uh, you know, leading into God's plan or anything? But what what maybe does that look like day in, day out for, for you or could look like for someone uh, maybe listening to this episode? Um, yeah, I would say, um, well, first, first of all, I think that our, our spiritual battles are real and it's something that, you know, we all experience whether we know it or not. Yeah. Uh, and I do believe that the enemy would love for you to believe that it's not real. Mm -hmm. so that you can forget about him so that he can just do his thing uh, and run rapid. Uh, and I do believe that one of the reasons why that we even have an armor of God uh, is because, you know, you put your clothes on daily. It's something that you have to do every single day. It's something that you have to be mindful for. You can't run out the house naked and then think you're going to be okay. <laughs> right. You won't get far. Okay. Um, and so, yes, I do believe that, you know, we experience uh, spiritual warfare, warfare every day. Um, and I also believe that, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't come up in a way that you may think. You know, oftentimes we think, like, oh, you know, some crazy thing happened as I was, you know, getting ready to preach or getting ready to pray with somebody. But a lot of times it could be not even in your own life, but um, the, uh, the spiritual effect of somebody else, um, the hold that it's having on someone else. And, and how that affects you and how that, um, you know, occupies your mind, your time and your energy. Um, so I definitely believe that, you know, it, it affects all of us, um, whether we see it, whether we recognize it or not. Uh, it's, it's these little attacks, these little things, these little feelings. Um, the way that I like to think about it is um, your mind, body and other people. Um, that's that's those are the attacks that you experience. Um, and we know that because the scripture, you know, I mean, I think it was um, I think it was Peter who um, said something to Jesus. And the first thing he says is, get thee behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. This, this concept of like, you know, it's even your words. Sometimes the, 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 um, the stuff that comes out of your mouth is not your own thoughts or your own, uh, you know, it, it is the it is the enemy trying to, you know, you know, have his way, you know, even in some of the words and, and puff you mm -hmm. up when in reality you should be humble. Well, and it's funny you mentioned that because, um, you know, I've had uh, a conversation with someone before where it's like, you know, some sometimes once we put things out, it doesn't matter what our intent is. They can get got for good or bad. Right. And so, you know, recognizing that even if you look at it like there's just a big table, the words you put out, the actions you put out and they're just fair game 
You know, is God going to grab those and bless those and use those? Is Satan going to grab those and and uh, use those? Mm. You know, like um, uh, our intent always doesn't follow through once it gets out there uh, and and can be used for one side or the other. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, we have to be very careful what we what we let out. Mm. Um, but I do. We had uh, an, every every church has a, a old church lady. Uh, we had a few uh, at a core I came from in Savannah, Georgia, and we just had one lady, man. She said everything was Satan. Um, mm. and, and like, I'm, I mean it in a good way and a bad way, but like, uh, I guess, you know, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, she, she'd go to get up out of the pew and her knee would pop and she's like, ah, Satan, you know, she's just <laughs> everything, everything, <laughs> anything that happened to her uh was satan's doing yeah. uh and you know like i'm like if that runs you to the arms of jesus more you know what who am i to correct <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i imagine that that impression was spot on too i have not met with <laughs> one, i imagine that was spot on it was amazing oh <laughs> gosh uh yeah any anything to add more uh important than what i just said uh <laughs> yeah I, I think with when when you're getting you know it's battle and, and you prepare for that. And part of preparation isn't just, you know, reading Bible and all that. Part of preparation is physical for me, like being rested, you know, taking time, having Sabbath. Like God set that aside for a reason to have Sabbath to not only connect deeper with God, but also to have that physical rest. Um, and so I, I think we can't. Yes, you're right. Right. We are spiritual Certainly, our 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 spirit will live on forever. But now, in the in the temporal where we live, I have to take care of my physical body if if I want to be uh, as good or as um, that's not the word. But if if I'm able to be as <laughs> my brain right now, right? I haven't taken care of my body. My brain's not going right. Uh, <laughs> if if I'm going to be as 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 um, effective uh as as i can be then then i need to take care of uh my physical needs uh as well uh, and i think that's important and and moreover i think that's important too to recognize sometimes you know i think our our william booth william and catherine they got it right soup soap salvation sometimes the struggle with the people that we are we are working with in that spiritual battle you're, you're not, you know, that Snickers, you're not you when you're hungry, you know, yeah. and sometimes just getting the decency of food and a shower changes a person's demeanor. Right. right, right. Uh, and, and that's so important, too. Um, I just want to say one thing um, that you said that really um, kind of caught my attention. Yeah. About, you know, being well rested and, you know, and, and being prepared. Uh, I thought about the, the concept of like, you know, you talked about you know, we talk about these big spiritual things and what does an attack look like? But a lot of times an attack can be just busyness. You know, when when yeah. the enemy can occupy your time with yeah. things that are not important, then you are not doing kingdom things. And so you're, you know, you're so busy and you're running around and you, you're you exhausted because you're doing all the things, you're doing all this stuff. Yeah. But in reality, you're not doing the right thing, you know. Mm. And so, um, you know, and you can be you know, thinking that you're, um, you know, you're working hard for the kingdom. And in reality, the enemy just has you in cycles and, and got you busy. 
so yeah you're, so you're not effective for the kingdom yeah say Great. satan is the master uh, in the war of attrition mm-hmm. um, you know and and just getting us exhausted yeah uh, to the point that we can't do any good do as much good as we we think we can i think of elijah often uh dude was on the verge of suicide he was in a serious depression yeah Yeah. god literally said go take a nap take a nap and have a snack right that's better that is biblical advice yeah go take a like you know i i I, it's a weird dichotomy but it's a shared thing because we are physical and spiritual one can so often really be more of a downstream side effect of the other than we realize yeah you know uh when when we don't take care of our physical needs yeah you you do get a little hangry and impatient i am one of those people right if you see me looking at you with a hard grimace and take me to lunch that's probably what's wrong like that's it but i guarantee i've seen seen the hard grimace (laughs) you normally go to lunch and and you know the honesty is there I, i my ears are closed i am just i'm i'm tired i'm hungry i'm frustrated i i don't I don't I can't hear your problems and therefore I can't be an aid or a, 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 a help to you. Yeah. Um, and, and similarly, you know, if uh, we're feeling this spiritual turmoil, this just uh, uneasiness. Right. It, it could be downstream of. All right. What physically aren't you doing or what physically needs to happen? I mean, And that can even come down to there's been people that, you know, the, the best advice I could give them was move out of a house, you know, like, it's just like your physical uh, situation, your setup, not good for you, many number of reasons. And and the best thing you can do for you uh, to bring you a peace is maybe find a new place, get, get to a different part of town, who, you know, who knows. And so I think, I think there is a benefit uh, and, and a need for us to look at both sides of uh, that, because that's, both sides of ourself and and God certainly we see a lot of evidence speaks to both. He never just treats us like people, like flesh, and he never just treats us like spirits. Uh, you know, he he treats us holy, and we have to start treating ourselves holy. W H holy. Um, and so uh, you know, I, I oh go ahead, John. Yeah, I I just to, to kind of top with that, and you know, when you're talking about truth, like. The tactics of the enemy uh, is is that is is if if you think of it this way, if if I'm going if I'm Satan and and I want to stop AJ from, I mean I, I I'm not going to pull him. Most likely, I'm not going to pull him away from his relationship to Christ. However, if I can stop him or busy him or divert him from the calling the mission that god has in front of him well then i still kind of win right and we have to recognize those tactics of the enemy uh, because the enemy of of our soul like it it is it's that war of attrition it's it's that it's that i if i can't get you i'm gonna at least stop you from sharing hope with this person Um, Mm -hmm. and and god christ is clear you are a city on a hill a light to shine. Why aren't you shining? Don't be so busy with all the other things. Like there are things in life we have to do for sure, but there are things in life we must do as believers. And one of that is to shine light. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I like that this idea that uh, you know that we are not just you know spear or not just you know like flesh. You know that we ha there's different roles and there's different um, parts of who we are. And I think similarly to that is that you know we also have many different roles. You know, I, I'm a pastor. You know, you know you're a father. You're a husband. And sure. I think that sometimes even in that, you know, our roles which are godly, healthy, you know, God ordained. But sometimes we can busy ourselves too much with one thing um, so that we don't have time to do God's mission as well. You know, well, you know, what I'm doing as, as a mom or as a father is not a bad thing in itself. And so I'm spending all of my time and my energy on my children. But when those are in people are in need, you know, I don't have time for them because I'm doing this really good thing of being a father and of being a mother or, you know, of being the caretaker. Um, and and it's just that just that reminder of like, <laughs> this is a part of the attack as well. These mm -hmm. are the things that you have to be prepared for as well. Um, and you have to be reminded that we have a crafty enemy that is scheming and that is looking to take good things that God has blessed us with and yeah. to turn it around and make it work so that he can destroy God's God, what God has established. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the greatest and honestly most unsettling comparison I've ever uh, heard made is someone equated uh, the sat Satan's tactics to the Joker from Batman. <laughs> so uh, with that, there's um, a very popular run of the comics where they really focus on Batman and the Joker's relationship. Where does this go, right? Uh, and getting to the the climax that the Joker doesn't win if he beats Batman. He doesn't want to beat Batman. He just wants him to have one bad day, because if he has, if Batman, you know, the symbol uh, of hope and justice, can have one bad day and make one bad choice, and he brings him down, he brings Batman down to his level. He doesn't have to beat him. He doesn't have to knock him out of the fight forever. It's just enough to make him have one bad day and one bad choice and it, and it's it's very similarly like you know like we we've talked about where it's it's not necessarily about beating us out of the church like it, it's much more about having us lethargic in church we mm. do more damage being lazy in church or mm. being apathetic uh with christians and and non-believers than we do if we didn't talk to anybody or engage at all mm. honestly that's deep. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, when I when I think about, um, you know, how could the enemy best, you know, take out, um, you know, 50 people at once? You know, he can take out the pastor, you know, uh, and the people that follow him, you know. So, yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, you know, I have we've heard people and I've had many testimonies that people were saying, well, I would I would never step foot in another church because of what people in the church has done to me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that what you said is, you know, is, is very profound. Mm -hmm. So we, it, it's why we have to be on our guard. It's why we need all the more God very squarely and, you know, in, in our relationship, uh, in our walk. Uh, our, he has to be a priority. And, and I think of that intent with what Paul's setting up here with the armor of God is you know it's not you you can't put on a suit of armor that you know go down the whole list of everything you've got to put on and then be surprised when you go to battle like mm -hmm. you knew what you were getting into 
you were dressed for this. Uh, and so you know, I think it's one of those things where it's just like if if we recognize this is this is our makeup, this is what we go in every day with, we have to be on guard uh, because these things, you know, uh, it. I don't want it to be be afraid of everything you do because you might you know, push someone out the church, not necessarily, we have to be responsible, we have to be mindful, but it's also a scheme to have you so worried that you don't do anything. Like, yeah. you know, it, there, there's no way to just flip a switch to do one thing and you're good. Like, it, it's a, a day in, day out kind of um, dichotomy with God and his, his kingdom. And so, but I, I think a lot of that paul says a lot and a little bit with this passage but he's setting up like this is something we have to prepare for we have to be ready for we have to be ready for often uh in our lives and so um coming back to the parts of the armor that he illustrates uh in verse 16 and 17 uh kind of to wrap up this this suit uh he's building yeah, verse 16 says this, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you have extinguished all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. I like the ending. I like all of it, but I like that. Yeah. It, it, it Like even with all the armor of God, still pray. You yeah. still need God. Like th this isn't God giving you all of this stuff so you can fight the battles. Correct. Like, you you still need him. You need the army. You need everyone else in this fight as well. It's not just it's not just ourselves. We still need God. Uh, and the reminder to stay alert. But back into to verse sixteen, um, kind of like what we did last week. Uh, you know, going piece by piece and trying to. Um, maybe bring a little bit more relevance to it. The the faith uh, as a shield. I'm curious what you guys think about how that works necessarily, how our faith is a shield. I mean, he goes on, even says that it extinguishes all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So we, we've been talking about Satan. He He's directly calling out that um, uh, our faith protects us from that. So um, any big thoughts on on maybe what, what he's going for with that illustration? Yeah, so uh, faith, like flaming arrows, are what you know Satan lobs at us, right? And those are those are half truths. Those are sometimes full out lie, but a lot of times they're 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 wrapped in some truth. And so it's this is who you are. This is who you are. This is who you are. But if I have faith in who God claims I am, says I am, if I have faith in God, th those those arrows don't penetrate through because. Look, you're, you're a deceiver. You're a liar. I don't. And even my own mind, right? I can use that to say that doesn't line up with what God says I am, that I am more than a conqueror, that I am. The world may tell me I'm I'm rejected, but God says, no, no, you're you're mine. And, and if I have in that faith, that just kind of extinguishes all of those things. Um, yeah. So if I can be that church guy for a second. Good. I had a thought when you were talking about that. I know. I saw it in your face. <laughs> I kept talking anyway. It's it, and that's okay. I knew it. I'll get my time. No. Um, 
you know, if I can make the cheesy like uh, church relation to something relevant, like I see all the time now uh, on Twitter, uh, people will post uh, hot take and then something, whatever it is. They'll be like, you know, um, hot take Iron Man isn't that good or something. <laughs> it's just like here. Here's my like, uh, you know, ridiculously offensive opinion. And I mean that like here's my opinion that almost no one really agrees with, but I think is absolutely true. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just think of the flaming arrows as like the, the many hot takes that could be had about us, about in anything really. Mm -hmm. and that it's just one of those things where it's like, do I need to comment how silly that iron Iron Man literally brought the Avengers together, dude. Like, yeah, you 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 like Doctor Strange? There'd be no Doctor Strange if it wasn't for 2008's Iron Man. Like, come on. Like, so it's like, I don't need to have that conversation, though, because I know that's silly. Iron Man's really good. You might not like the movie, but Iron Man's really good. I don't I don't need to dig into that. I don't need to unpack that. I know the truth. And so similarly, like like what you're talking about, like how faith extinguishes I, I mean it even uses the word in the scripture how it takes away you know the sting of the fire like it's just if we know the truth i don't need to i don't need to get into that i know who i am i know what the bible says about me and what god thinks of me. no you know so yeah there you go flaming arrows of satan are hot takes on twitter there you know <laughs> well, i like i like that but i think that one of the purposes of a of a hot take is also it's not just to you know for people to just be like this is what i believe boom but it's also there to make you question to make you look into and say hmm you know this is an absurd statement so where did it come from you know wh what is the grounds for this statement um and, and it's, it's meant to make you question and i think that in, in life you know and everyday people like we have these things every day. I mean, I every day as a, as a pastor, when I have conversations with some of the young people and especially the younger generation, you know, they have their information overload. People are, you know, with TikToks and shorts and, and, and you know, people's opinions, you know, they're they're lobbing them at them, you know, and they're right. having to um, to defend or, 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 you know, or question or look into you know, what is this about or what is this thing or why do you believe what you believe? And, you know, and without faith, you know, without, you know, that that, um, you know, that that, you know, that 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 shield, <laughs> um, you, 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 you can fall prey to the, the different beliefs and the different thoughts and ideologies of everybody around you. You know, and, and everybody has an opinion. I'm not sure that our opinion was meant to be shared, you know, and observed and looked at and thought about. But I agree. <laughs> I, I say and think some crazy things, but I have realized that, you know, like that, that's what it is, is that it's, it's meant to cause you to, to, to question, to think, to to believe that whatever you have is, is not true and not real. Mm -hmm. uh, also, some of our young people have went to college and, you know, they start to study, you know, science and philosophy and, you know, start reading other books and, 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 and getting to other religions. And they start to say, well, you know, this is just one of the many or this is not, you know, this is not real or or and, and, and literally I've, I've had to have conversations where say, like, you know, my faith is the basis on I see everything through the lens of faith. Uh, and so whenever I'm confronted with new information, you know, I, I see it through the lens of faith. Uh, and so 
I think that like a lot of people, you know, you have to shield yourself from some of those things and not because of that what we believe is fragile, but it's because like what we believe is real. <laughs> that that would be my uh, my take from that. Well, I mean, the old adage, you know, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for everything. You know, we we have uh, our young people are very uh, I, you know, I mean, here in our church in Augusta, we, you know, they love questions. <laughs> Because they're on the internet and it's just, it breeds questions and there's nothing wrong with questions. Um, but, you know, my, my wife and I are always trying to encourage them that, you know, you, you have to be firm on something before you start looking and comparing on any, anything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there are some things that, you know, you can uh, be uh, third party to, you don't have to have a side, but then there's other things that if you're going to build your life on it, you kind of should know what you believe first, um, because, again, if 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 there's a blank slate, you'll pick and choose from the smorgasbord of religions and ideologies out there and make something you want. And, and, and our faith is never necessarily meant to be that. It's not meant to be what you want. It's not your way. Um, you know, it's not about us. That's that's the big thing of our faith is it's not necessarily uh, about us or puts us in the center of the universe. Uh, it's a very selfless faith. And so, but if, if we don't build that, then yeah, we'll fall for just about anything and everything. Uh, and it seems like uh, day in, day out, the internet finds more and more things to, to put out there. Um, and so, yeah, we have to be, we have to be sure we have to have that, that solid rock foundation, not, not the sand uh to yeah. reference that um and so similarly then we go to uh verse 17 says take the helmet of salvation this one paul doesn't actually get much uh into you know the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit um so if 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 faith is our shield um if that's what protects us from the lies and hot takes of satan um you know, salvation as our helmet, how does that necessarily uh, play out in practicality, do you think? Well, well this is like one of those, um, it's, this is kind of personal for me. I remember um, when I uh, first became a Christian and, um, and I remember I, I would go to camp, um, Salvation Army camp, and I, I was taken out of my environment, which is Detroit and, you know, very violent, volatile, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. And I remember I was, you know, plucked from Detroit, went to a, you know, a Christian camp and I'm seeing like w the life of, of a Christian and, 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 and just, just God just having his reign in his place for, you know, a weekend. And it's so foreign to what I am, have been brought up on or believe or understand about the world. And, you know, I remember as a kid, you know, being like 16, 17, saying, like, I want to take this back to my home. You know, I want to have this same experience every day at home. I know that it's going to be difficult, but I want it for myself. And I remember it. I remember going back um, home, back to Detroit, to the same friends, the same community, the same violence, the same, you know, the same. And um, and I remember, you know, just having this feeling or this thought of, you know, 
you know, nothing's changed. You know, that that experience you had, it, it was nothing. You know, you're not really saved. You know, that's that was something that you did while you were there. But you can go on and continue on to do what you normally do. You know, and, and I, I really believe that, you know, having that that understanding and that protection of your head and getting into your head that, hey, I am saved. You know, I, you know, I believe that what God has done for me has made a difference, mm-hmm. has made an impact, a change. It was even this song um, in the Central Territory, we had um, um, we had the singing company and there was a song in our songbook called uh, I Am Saved. Um, and you know, just those words. I remember I, I would I would go to church on Sunday, and I would always have to sing that song just as a reminder of like, I am saved, I am saved, I am saved. You know, like it, this was not just a, a momentary thing. This wasn't an emotional decision. This was something that God has done for me. I am white as snow. I am different. I have been changed, and so I will live like so. Yeah, it's awesome. Amen. I've got nothing to add. I mean, that was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Nice drop. Well, it makes me think, you know, um, last week we talked about um, some of the earlier verses. It talks about the breastplate of righteousness. You know, I think we know by now our vital bits. Uh, You know, some of us are more fragile. My vital bits are everything. Uh, You you kick me in the shin, I'm down for a week. I'm I'm just not built for this. But... (laughs) Uh, there are some things that are a lot more susceptible to damage. Uh, you know, my, you know, heart, the internal organs here and everything in my head. Like you, you, you go for those, those are kill shots. So we need to add the shin guards of hope. (laughs) You know, I, I was thinking about like, if, if you could choose literal physical, cause I think of, um, uh, yeah, and we're talking about other faiths and whatnot. I'm thinking of Percy Jackson. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. Yes. Uh, but they, they take parts of Greek mythology and they're like, oh, no, this pin is a sword. Or, right. you know, like, uh, and, and I think it was like, uh, what was it? Uh, like Converse's or um, Hermes uh, flying. Yeah. Or, yeah. It was like, yeah. if there were physical representation of these and you had a choice, like, would you mix and match? Would you, would you go all like, Oh no, I'm in full dolphins regalia or <laughs> absolutely <you> like... <laughs> go dolphins. <laughs> or it's like, do you just pick your favorites? Can I have like a Darth Vader helmet, but cowboy boots for, for you know, like, like, anyway. like when we were little and you just mix them however you wanted to. What if, exactly. Them. If the point is to be protected, does it matter what I look like? <laughs> <laughs> Being a fool for Jesus. Right? Being a fool for Jesus. There you go. But um, yeah, we have we have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the helmet of salvation. We have to protect our head and our heart. Um, you know, our heart is ultimately, I, I I believe, where our truest character flows from. And if if we don't have God's righteousness imbued on our heart, what comes out is what everybody else gives us every day to day. Where we go home and we're like, I hate people. Like who wants to continue to feed into that cesspool? No, we want we want to we want to be uh, givers of life and light and kindness and encouragement, like you were talking about, Jonathan. And so you know, our heart has to be guarded in righteousness. Our head has to be guarded in our salvation because if we don't believe we are saved, we won't live like we are. Yes, I think that's absolutely spot on, AJ. Where we we always think. God comes through feelings, and we think that Satan attacks us through feelings, but it can be intellectual. 
Yes. It can be the lies here that we think about ourselves, that we think about other people even. I saw something this morning that was a, a, a great reminder of, you know, we the reason to be kind to everyone is we only know so much of their life. We don't know the whole picture. Yeah. So who are we to judge their eternity based on five minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so a lot can a lot can happen if if our mind isn't right. And and trust me when I say God speaks to you and and addresses our mind just as much as he says, hey, go take a nap. Hey, go pray. You know, he, he also says, hey, dwell on the good things. Yeah. You know, I, I know you do what you think often. So think about me. Think about the things I am, because that'll that'll come through in you. And so I, I love that that illustration you brought to that, AJ. That's so good. And so we go from there. And, and it's funny that the the first three are fairly active. Um, uh, I, I think compared to these, these seem more defensive uh, almost. These are the things that sort of protect us in our goings on. And so, of course, you have to, uh, you know, it's dangerous to take alone to, to go alone. So take take a sword with you, the sword of the spirit. Uh, that was a Legend of Zelda reference for anyone, for the young people. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the Sword of the Spirit, though, um, as well, we talked about the Belt of Truth kind of playing into, uh, you know, the truth holds us together. But this seems to be, you know, if if God's word is truth, this is also something we use defensively, almost even offensively, because uh, the sword is is both. So yeah. uh, do, you, do you have more of a literal uh picture of of this maybe for the sword of the spirit mm-hmm. i mean it was scriptures i mean it says it's the bible right so the the literal it is the bible um and 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 not just like carrying around a bible and, and smacking you shouldn't carry around the bible and smack people in the head with it so uh, i i always think of, take here <laughs> <laughs> i always think of that scene um from lilo and stitch yeah, where, where uh, the agent comes to the door, Agent Bubbles, and uh, Stitch answers the door, and he's uh, looking for uh, Lilo, and Stitch just throws the book in his face. Uh, that don't be that Christian. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Right. So you take the example of Christ being led into the wilderness after after fasting for forty days, and and who like meets him there, but Satan. Right. And Satan giving these little bit of truths. Right. I wanted to point out again, here here again, we see Satan attacks you when you're tired and hungry. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Take a nap and eat a Snickers, guys. Come on. Yeah. And with half truths. And half truths. Yeah. All of that. Right. His tactics, like we know his tactics. And so knowing his taxes, what does Jesus respond with? Scripture. That's what he uses to push back the devil. Right. And so for us, again, it's not about smacking people in the head with the it's about knowing scripture. How do you know what God has for your life if you don't read scripture? How do you know who God says he is if you don't read scripture? How do you know who you are if you don't read scripture? Uh, or again, these tactics, you you can't know. You cannot be prepared for battle if you do not know the battle plan. You just can't. Yeah, I agree. I think about um, the old, you know, back in Sunday school where we had like sword drills. Yeah, right. I had to be sure because uh, somebody recently, um, when we were when we were at camp, um, 
you know, they partner you up with different leaders and you kind of do your own own little class there. And someone I was with was just like, all right, guys, we're going to do uh, Bible drills. We were just trying to fill spice, uh, space and, and time. And I was just like, Bible drills? And they're like, yeah, you know, you just, and, and they explained it. And I'm like, oh, sword drills. Okay, sword too offensive now? I'm sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you have like, um, we used to have like sword drills. And, um, you know, I, I love that, uh, that example you gave, Jonathan, because like the enemy, you know, it, while... While um, Christ was in the desert, hungry and tired, <laughs> um, he actually quoted scripture, like Satan yeah. quoted scripture. Yeah. Um, but the difference between Jesus quoting scripture and Satan quoting scripture was Satan added to and, or, you know, diverted or changed um, scripture. Right. And so, like, if you, uh, you know, and then and then Jesus kind of combated him with scripture. And so, like, if you were the, you know, if you don't know your word and don't know what's in or how to use your sword, you know, when people use um, the, the word of God, you know, it, it sounds good. You know, it sounds right. It, it goes along with what you want. You know, Satan in a sense is saying like, hey, I'm tr I'm going to feed you. I'm going to I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you something, you know, and this is what the word says. And, and, and Jesus didn't fall for it because he knew what the word says, because he um, he was a, he was a student of the word, you know, um, it says in the scripture, you know, he grew, you know, and, and, and the knowledge in favor of God. And so we have to be the same. We have to know what's and how to use the sword. <laughs> and you have to be in our word. Absolutely. And I think that's where we see it as, you know, with a sword, it's offense and defense. Mm -hmm. yeah. It defends you against lies. And it also gives you the ability to downright kill lies to just put down uh, things that are untrue and harmful uh, to you and to others, um, you know, because ultimately, and we've seen it throughout the history of the church that, you know, misunderstand and misunderstood and misrepresented scripture mm -hmm. uh, can hurt so many. That's right. We talked about it earlier of, you know, more damage comes from within the church than not going to church. And so absolutely. And if it's sword drills, although, you know, I, I've always been conflicted. I've always been one where, uh, you know, flashcards, sword drills, whatever, memory verses, like, I think all of those things are nice. But I think sometimes we think because we remember it, that we understand it. And that's not always true. Mm. Um, great. You can find John 316, the fastest in the class. But, you know, do you do you get it? You know, um, I, I think we have to make sure that we're not just trying to know uh, scripture, but that scripture is rightly applied. That's right. Um, because we we can read it up, down, and sideways, and and still miss the point sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's the thing too is it's not just taking the time to read and do the things, uh, but to to really uh, you know as, as David said you know thirst for it, you that's know. Right. Think of it as sustenance. This gives me light and life, you know, through the understanding of word. I mean, Paul says all the time that, you know, he hopes that the, the churches that he writes to would grow more and more in their understanding because it leads to their character. Mm -hmm. So all of, all of it is, is so interconnected. Um, but I, I think, you know, we, we've, again, hit on a lot of things that are very uh, good and important to 
better understand. I don't think we're made, we, we probably had realizations other people had 20 years ago. I don't know, mm-hmm. but we did have them and I'm proud of us. Uh, I, I think we, we've uh, hit some great points and, and had some great realizations maybe to yeah. how this is relevant. The, the armor of God, the, this, mm-hmm. this idea of spiritual warfare, it's still relevant and it's still true. And we all absolutely need it. Yeah. Um, you know, arrows may have changed for tweets or, you know, uh, whatever, like the, the tactics may have modernized, but that doesn't mean that uh, our our need for God and our faith has mm-hmm. uh, become illegitimate. That's we right. need it more than ever, if anything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, hopefully this uh, this episode, this series has been an encouragement to uh, yes. someone uh, out there. Uh, and if so, I encourage you to share it and, and, and let someone know about it. Uh, maybe it'll be a blessing to them as well. But AJ, you've been a blessing to us. Thank you so much. Yeah, no for, for your mind and your heart on this one. It's it's been a, a great conversation. Yeah, uh, lots of fun. So if no one else enjoyed it, I did. <laughs> I, I did too. There you go. And so we there there's the win. Um, we will be back. Uh, do we have the next thing locked in, Jonathan? Or yeah, I think we're a week off and then we're back. That's right. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, we confirmed that. So, yeah. So if you're looking for us next week, uh, we will be enjoying some. Bre- we probably won't. We'll probably be recording. We just won't be yes. posting. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, we'll be back with uh, new episodes, new series um, starting uh, after that. And look forward to the many more great conversations we'll we'll be having uh with great guests aj your check is in the mail thank you so much Uh, (laughs) no problem thank you so much for having me yeah absolutely uh jonathan you want to close our time in prayer this morning yeah let's pray father we thank you for allowing us the opportunity to again be together and to uh uh, talk about uh, your word and, and work through the armor of god and the importance of understanding uh, the tactics of the enemy and how you have given us a way uh, to defend ourselves as well as fight uh, back. Father, may we continue to be your light uh, in dark places, Father. Uh, and today I pray again that you would give us a 